0: Well, grace to you and peace from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today comes to us from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, and is read as follows. Brothers, imitate me, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example that you have in us. This will serve as the basis for this day's meditation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, During the last few weeks, we have talked about rebuilding the church. We talked about having an attitude of servitude and gratitude. We talked about the heart being a temple, a place where the Lord is to dwell. We talked about reconciliation and forgiveness. We talked about sharing the unity that each one of us has in Christ. We also talked about the devastating consequences that division has within the church. Now, I don't know about you. The question for all of us here today is this. How do we walk? makes you think, doesn't it? How do we walk? Now some people claim that you can tell a lot about a person in just the way they walk. Whether or not that is true, I don't know. But that's not the point here. We do, however, notice that people in the world, they walk different in many ways. Some shuffle. Some limp. Some walk briskly. Others are out for a stroll. Some people occasionally walk with long strides and with a fixed stare or a determined look in their eyes. One might surprise that a person is walking with a purpose. Such a person with such a walk may well have indeed a goal in mind, leading us to think that he or she is walking toward something. See, looking at our text for today, from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, we notice how it talks about walking. But it's more than that, right? It's how about walking the walk. The walk that we are to take. Now, I don't know about you, but if you look in your bulletin, you see that the sermon titled is, of course, Crisis Averted. Throw that out. That's not the title of the sermon at all. It was a crisis when it was Friday, and I didn't have my sermon started. Our sermon is entitled today, Walking in the Way. Each of us as Christians, we walk in a certain way. Our walk that we are to take in this world is not a physical walk, but it is a spiritual walk. St. Paul writes, So we are confident knowing that while we are at home, in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Here we see that the Apostle Paul is encouraging each one of us to walk by faith, just as he did. In fact, Paul sets his self as a pattern for us to follow. He bids us to walk. To walk the path that leads to heaven. Walk the path that leads to the way of salvation. Walk the path to follow. Let us know that there are those among us who seek to entice and to lead us away from the truth. They seek to direct our attentions away from the cross of Christ. St. Paul notes, these people who do those kind of things are enemies of the cross of Christ. They are enemies of the cross because the message, the preaching of the cross, it seems, well, foolish. Nonsense, as it were, to them. So who are these enemies of the cross? You may want to know that. They are false prophets who claim that all paths lead to heaven. You see, in this day and in this age, in this era of things being multicultured and the political correctness or incorrectness, they seek to melt all Religions together, placing Christian alongside of non-Christian. And these enemies, they seek to lower the triune God, the one true God, to a level where those false gods are. But the problem with that is, if you look at the cross, the cross scandalizes them. It shows them who they really are. And so it speaks violence against it. Now, truth be told, there are more enemies of the cross than we care to recognize or realize. A lot of so-called evangelists that we see on television and hear on the radio, they want to take us off the narrow path. Or at least they try to widen the path that leads to eternal life. They attempt to widen the way. And they do so by falsely asserting that faith is something that we do on our own. That it's our decision to believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. Even though, Scripture, it clearly teaches otherwise. You see, these prophets, they come disguised as wolves in sheep's clothing. And they try to lead us down the wrong path. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. And for those people, Paul weeps. In other words, he weeps for those who don't accept the Lord as Savior. For those who lead us off the path are indeed enemies of the cross of Christ. And those who follow them are also enemies of the cross of Christ. So where are you going with this, Pastor? Well, let me remind you that Because Paul reminds us, in this day and age, we need to walk right. We need to be in the Word of God and to have our minds set on things which are above, namely Jesus Christ. You see, in our text for today, we are reminded that Jesus Christ died to save all sinners. That He died to save you, He died to save me. The preaching of the cross it scandalizes us because it reminds us that we are indeed sinners. So steep in sin that we are convinced and even conceived and born in it. We can't escape our sinfulness no matter how quickly we try to walk or to run or to hide from the word of God. The church And her call and all the servants of the word have preached Christ the crucified. They have preached the way, the truth, and the life. They have done so for two millennia. So the good news for all of us today is that sinners are given another chance. Another chance to walk properly. You see, here's the thing. Our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, has shown that death cannot hold him. His end is not destruction because he has no ends. For Jesus is eternal. And Jesus' mind is not set on earthly things, for he has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, where he is preparing as Scripture says, the heavenly mansion for all of those who follow him. That it would be ready when he calls us to our eternal home. You see, our citizenship is not of this world. It is from heaven. Yes, you can say, we are strangers in an imperfect world. Though we are, for now, well, imperfect. But in heaven, we will be at home and made perfect by the grace of our God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. My dear friends, the Lord has sent His Holy Spirit into our hearts so that we would walk by faith. From right there in that baptismal font, the Holy Spirit has turned our face towards the holy city of Jerusalem, but toward Heaven, where Christ is at. Through the preaching of the Word, the Holy Spirit continues to keep us on the way to heaven, the way that Paul walked, the way that Jesus himself walked. You see, Jesus went the way of the cross, so we would not have to do so. The way to heaven he took for us, took him to the cross, and to the tomb, so that you and I would have to go there ourselves. Or I should say, we should not have to go there ourselves. The way our Lord has given us to heaven goes through here, through the fonts, through the preaching of the Word, through the Lord's Supper when we have it. The way of our Lord has given us to heaven goes through, once again, here. Through the font, through the pulpit, through ongoing catechism, and through the Lord's Supper. Through the means of His grace, our Lord feeds and nourishes us, giving us strength for the way that leads to life everlasting. So rather than say amen, let's say today is a new beginning. A new beginning for us to walk the right way, to the way of salvation through Christ Jesus. So go. Rejoice, because Christ died for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we say, Amen. We will continue with our offerings.